Today is the 17th day of December. Welcome to Psalms Cast. I am Denise. It is my pleasure to have a few minutes together with you as we link arms, lock hands, wrap ourselves around the world, come in out of the cold that life can be sometimes, and just center ourselves in the peace and order of God, the shalom that He offers us in our lives through His Word. The journey through our five chapters today takes us into Psalm 17, Psalm 47, Psalm 77, Psalm 107, and Psalm 137. We're reading from the Tree of Life Bible. At the very end of the podcast, for those who desire to go deeper into God's Word, today we are in the book of Revelation. And yes, Jesus is going to return. And we don't know when. It could be tomorrow for all that we know. And yet, in this book, we are given so much wisdom and so much knowledge of what to expect. Today, we are in the 10th chapter of Revelation. But before we head out, let's do as we do every day and center ourselves and invite the Lord to be our focus and also to be our guide. Gracious Father, we come humbly right now into your presence. We desire to draw near to you. We desperately need your comfort. We desperately need wisdom. And yes, Lord, we need your help so that we can know how we are to walk and what direction we are to follow. Because this journey through life here on earth, it's challenging and we desperately need you. So as we journey into your living word, spark joy inside of us. Surround us with your peace. We are opening our hearts and our minds to you, and we do desire that your Holy Spirit is at work within us, transforming our life. We ask that you lead, that you guide, and that you illuminate as we journey today. Psalm 17 A plea for vindication, a prayer of David. Hear, Adonai, a just plea. Listen to my cry. Give ear to my prayer from lips with no deceit. From your presence comes vindication. Your eyes see what is right. You have examined my heart. You searched me at night. Though you test me, you find nothing. I resolve that my mouth will not sin. As for the deeds of mankind, by the word of your lips, I have kept out of the ways of the violent. My steps have kept on your paths. My feet have not slipped. I called upon you, O God, for you will answer me. Incline your ear to me. Hear my speech. Be wonderful with your loving kindness, O Savior of those taking refuge at your right hand from those who rise up against them. Protect me like the pupil of the eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings from the wicked who attack me, my enemies who surround me. Their callous hearts they shut tight. With their mouth they speak proudly. Our steps are now surrounded. They set their eyes to throw us down to the ground, like a tiger eager to tear to pieces, like a young lion crouching in cover. Arise, Adonai, confront him, 
Make him bow down. Deliver my soul from the wicked with your sword, from men with your hand, Adonai, from men of the world whose portion is in this life. You fill their belly with your treasure, with plenty of children, and leave their surplus to their babes. I in righteousness will behold your face. When I awake, I will be satisfied with your likeness. Psalm 47, in celebration of God's reign. Clap your hands, all you people. Shout to God with the voice of joy. For Adonai Elion is awesome, the great king over all the earth. He subdues peoples under us and nations under our feet. He chooses our inheritance for us, the glory of Jacob, whom he loved. God has gone up amid shouting. Adonai amidst the sound of the shofar. Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises to our king. Sing praises. For God is the king of all the earth. Sing praises with a skillful song. God reigns over the nations. God sits upon his holy throne. The kings of the peoples are gathered as the people of the God of Abraham. For the shields of earth belong to God. He is greatly exalted. Psalm 77 Remember the wonders. My voice to God, and I cried out. My voice to God, and he heard me. In the day of my trouble, I seek my Lord. At night, my hand stretches out untiringly. My soul refuses to be comforted. I remember God, and I moan. I muse and my spirit grows faint. You hold my eyelids open. I am so troubled, I cannot speak. I ponder the days of old, the years long ago. In the night, I remember my song. I meditate with my heart and my spirit is searching. Will the Lord reject forever and never again show favor? Has His mercy vanished forever? Has his promise come to an end forever? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Or has he in anger withdrawn his mercies? Then I said, It wounds me that the right hand of Elion has changed. I will remember the deeds of Adonai. Yes, I will muse about your wonders of old. I will meditate also on your work and consider your deeds. O God, your way is holy. What God is great like God? You are the God who works wonders. You have made your power known among the peoples. With your arm you redeemed your people, the children of Jacob and Joseph. The waters saw you, O God. The waters saw you and writhed. Even the depths shook. The clouds poured out water. The skies resounded. Your arrows flashed back and forth. The sound of your thunder was in the whirlwind. Lightning lit up the world. The earth trembled and shook. Your way was in the sea and your path in the mighty waters. But your footprints were not seen. You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. 
So we have a couple of Hebrew words in this next psalm. The first one, of course, is Adonai, which means the Lord in capitals, L-O-R-D. Then we have Chesed, which means loving kindness. We have Elyon, that means God Almighty. And this next song is truly awesome. It's one of my favorites. Psalm 107, His Chesed and His Wonders. Praise Adonai, for He is good, for His loving kindness endures forever. Let the redeemed of Adonai say so, whom He redeemed from the hand of the foe, whom He gathered out of the lands, from the east and from the west, from the north and from the sea. Some wandered in a desert, a wasteland. They found no way to an inhabited city, hungry and thirsty, Their souls ebbed away. So they cried out to Adonai in their distress, and he delivered them out of their troubles. Then he led them by a straight way to go to a city where they could live. Let them praise Adonai for his mercy and his wonders for the children of men. For he satisfies the thirsty soul and fills the hungry soul with goodness. Some sat in darkness and deep gloom prisoners in misery and iron chains, for they had defied God's words and spurned the counsel of Elyon. So he humbled their heart with trouble. They stumbled, and no one was helping. So they cried out to Adonai in their distress, and he delivered them out of their troubles. He brought them out of darkness and deep gloom, breaking their chains. Let them praise Adonai for his mercy and his wonders for the children of men. For he shattered bronze gates and broke into pieces iron bars. Some became fools because of their rebellious ways and were afflicted due to their iniquities. Their souls abhorred all food, and they drew near the gates of death. So they cried out to Adonai in their distress, and he delivered them out of their troubles. He sent his word and healed them, and rescued them from their pits. Let them praise Adonai for his mercy and his wonders for the children of men. Let them sacrifice thank offerings and tell of his works with joyful singing. Some go out to the sea in ships, doing business on the mighty waters. They saw the works of Adonai and his wonders in the deep. For he spoke and raised a stormy wind lifting up towering waves. They mounted up to the sky and plunged down to the depths. In their peril, their souls melted away. They reeled and staggered like a drunk, and all their skill was bewildered. So they cried out to Adonai in their distress, and he brought them out of their troubles. He stilled the storm to a whisper. The waves were hushed. They were glad when it became calm, and he led them to their desired haven. Let them praise Adonai for his mercy and his wonders to the children of men. Let them exalt him in the congregation of the people and praise him at the assembly of elders. He turns rivers into a wilderness and springs of water into thirsty ground and a fruitful land into a salt waste because of the evil of its inhabitants. He turns a desert into a pool of water, a dry land into springs of water. 
There he brings the hungry to live, and they establish a city for a dwelling. So they sow fields and plant vineyards that yield a fruitful harvest. He blesses them, they multiply greatly, and he does not let their herds diminish. After they were few and crushed by oppression, calamity, and sorrow, he pours contempt on princes, making them wander in trackless waste. But he lifts the needy high above affliction and makes their families like a flock. The upright see it and are glad, and all iniquity shuts its mouth. Who is wise? Let him observe these things and consider Adonai's loving kindness. And our final psalm for today is Psalm 137, By the Rivers of Babylon. By the rivers of Babylon, we sat down and wept when we remembered Zion. On the willows there, we hung up our harps, for there our captors demanded songs and our tormentors asked for joy. Sing us one of the songs of Zion. How can we sing a song of Adonai in a foreign land? If I forget you, O Jerusalem, let my right hand wither. May my tongue cling to the roof of my mouth if I cease to remember you, if I do not set Jerusalem above my chief joy. Remember, Adonai, the children of Edom, when they sat on the day Jerusalem fell, strip her, strip her to her very foundation. O daughter of Babylon, the devastated one, Happy is the one who repays you as you have paid us. Happy is the one who seizes your little ones and dashes them upon the rock. Oh, how wonderful it is to be beloved by a mighty, merciful God. Today's Psalms are powerful, but I pretty much have that thought every single day, even on this 1022nd day of doing this simple act of recording myself reading God's precious messages that we find here in the psalm and then casting them out into the internet waves so that the Spirit of God can direct them to those who need to hear these messages of truth. Many, many times during 2021, we have struggled with the unfairness of this world's system that only wants We, humble people that are just living life, to bow down to whatever nonsense is being demanded. And yet, we find ourselves searching through the Bible and seeking the Lord on how He wants us to handle each of these gut-wrenching situations. Every choice and every decision that is being put forth comes with risk. Some bring benefit and others bring disaster. If I had a dollar for each time someone told me they had no choice, we could easily pay off the rest of our mortgage. And what nonsense. We all have a choice. The choice sometimes means to do what God directs, even when everyone is shouting at us to just toe the line. The question is really, will I actually ask God what He wants me to do? Or will I just go along to get along? Yes, asking God seems kind of risky because it is a faith walk. And when we say no and get pushback, the question might morph into, Who will catch me if this 
goes sideways. God's word says this, Love Adonai your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. This verse is first recorded in the Old Testament, the book of Deuteronomy. It is also recorded in the New Testament by Jesus in the book of Matthew. To love the Lord with our all means to go to Him first before we make life decisions for ourselves or for those who are entrusted to our care like our children and perhaps our elderly parents, siblings, and or relationships. And when we go to Him, we press in and we really ask Jesus hard questions. We seek His will with all of our heart, with all of our soul, and with all of our strength. We ask Jesus questions. We pray. We follow His lead through the scriptures, and then we act in faith. And Hebrews 11 offers amazing testimonies of what faith looks like. This is the definition in verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of realities not seen. The remainder of this chapter walks us through many who did the faithful and their result. But yet, choosing to walk in faith is scary and sometimes God allows bad things to transpire. Why is that? That is an honest question, and friends, for the answer, our Lord placed the book of Job for us to consider. God does not owe us anything. We are created. He is the creator. He is not accountable to the likes of us, but we will most certainly be held accountable to Him. Yes, life is often so stinking ridiculous where the evil ones get more and more as these wicked place impossible burdens over us. I often feel as if I am living as a slave in the land of Egypt. The puppet prince of evil just keeps making the way harder and harder to bear. And yet I know one truth that I cling to, that I pray for. Jesus is coming. Better be ready. Don't get caught sleeping or abusing others. Every single day, as I stop to share thoughts here after the Psalms, I do cry out to the Lord for relief. In 2021, it has been for the healing of a mild traumatic brain injury that changed our life so radically. The healing journey is ongoing even now, 356 days after the accident. And friends, just like we heard the testimony of Psalm 107, so they cried out to Adonai in their distress, and he delivered them out of their troubles. Bingo. Key is right here for how we are to be living moment by moment. Instead of trying to fix stuff by our own strength or our own will, cry out to the Lord in our distress and actually trust, actually believe that God will do as He did for these examples that we find in this chapter. God delivered them out of their troubles. We have four examples here. These did exactly that. They cried out to the living God in their distress, and God delivered. He led them by a straight way. 
He brought them out of darkness and deep gloom, breaking their chains. He sent His word and healed them and rescued them from their pits. He stilled the storm to a whisper. The waves were hushed. Question to consider. So what should our response be every time God delivers? The answer directly from God's word and captured four times in this chapter is exactly the same. Let them praise Adonai for his mercy and his wonders to the children of men. We, you and I, we are called to be testifiers of God's mercy and the wonders that he is doing in our life and on our behalf every single day in every single event giving Him the glory, honor, and praise instead of taking the credit for ourselves. Without Jesus, we are nothing, a big fat zero, lost and dead in our sins. Who is wise, let him choose these things and consider Adonai's loving kindness. Maranatha Father God, Thank you for the truth that you set before us every single day from your living word that we find here in the Psalms. Many of us are struggling to figure out how to move and how to breathe. You, Lord, see our struggles, our sin, our desperate need for you, and it is only you that will ever make a difference in our life. Lord, we are here to learn to love you to learn to worship you in spirit and in truth for who you are, our Creator, our God, our Savior. It is you who does redeem us every moment throughout the day. We need you to illuminate the next footstep for us, Lord. We thank you and we praise you for your loving kindness. In Jesus' name, amen. In the Going Deeper segment of the podcast, which is at the very end, we continue our exploration of the book of Revelation. Yes, Jesus is coming again. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Today we are considering the 10th chapter of Revelation. So some prayer requests. Friends, once again, around the world, many are coming down with illnesses. Some are known, such as viruses, the flus, or perhaps one of the many versions of COVID. Yet there are others that people don't understand and they don't know. Our God calls us to rest in Him and to not be afraid. And yes, those are very easy words for me to mouth when I am totally healthy and well. It's a totally different experience. If your body is racked with fevers, if it feels like someone is beating you with a sledgehammer, and your ability to breathe or to function is compromised. So will you join me in praying for those whose bodies are in physical battles against whatever source is attacking them, that God will be merciful, that Jesus will meet them there, and that they will be drawn into a deeper relationship with their Lord and Savior, especially asking for mercy and grace and healing For those who are struggling with the COVID virus that we know, TC in Missouri, and Kara. Let's also be praying for those who are feeling a lot of sadness, perhaps anger, perhaps bitterness, perhaps hurt, perhaps they feel marginalized, 
or they feel as if they have been abandoned at this time where the TV scenes, all the movies, everything out there is showing families getting together, being together, having fun, loving on each other. Yet their reality is very different. So let's pray that by the power of the Holy Spirit, Jesus will be enough to help these continue to breathe, to press forward, and to not do stupid acts that will harm themselves or harm others. And let's continue to pray for those that we are lifting up until the Lord moves. Continued prayers for Bethany and Parker on their challenging adoption journey, as well as that the Lord is providing clear direction on where they are to live and where Parker is to work. Also, let's continue to pray that God will hear BAMs in our prayers, that the U.S. Embassy in Thailand will find BAMs' application for her U.S. visa, that they will call her and they will schedule her interview. Friends, she and her family, they're in a limbo. Some of them are in England. She is in Thailand with the baby. And Josh, her husband, and the two-year-old are in the United States. They desperately desire to be together. Continued prayers for my mom, Judy, with her health concerns, just to keep her being able to do the things that give her joy as she serves her community and serves her friends. Continued prayers for Laura and her husband who live in Japan. We especially ask that the Lord will continue to send faithful believers and testifiers of Jesus into this young man's life with the desire that his heart will be drawn to Jesus. Continued prayers for Stella's health, her strength, and her patience, as well as that the Lord will be very present and very evident in Ralph's continuing healing journey. Continued prayers about our family's future. Actually, what we want prayer most for is that we will be covered with the Lord's mercy and grace, as well as that we, David and I, will both experience peace and confidence in the days between now and January 4th, which is a big, big target out there. Continued prayers for the Chapman family and their situation with the house in Maui and where they are to live in their new location. And let's continue to pray for T.C. in Missouri as she presses into the Lord, desiring to follow Him as she seeks how He would have her to live. Now, if you desire to connect with us at PsalmsCast to share thoughts, to ask questions, to ask us to pray, or to request a Bible, the email address is psalmscast at gmail.com. If you prefer to call or to text, the number in the United States is 470-240-1509. If you are using WhatsApp, the number is slightly different. It's 1-470-240-1509. And you can also make connection using social media. PsalmsCast is on Facebook, Twitter, and MeWe. That's it for today. I am Denise. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Going deeper into the Word of God begins in five seconds.
Going Deeper into the Word of God, Revelation chapter 10. Okay, the situations we have seen unfolding on the earth as the sealed judgments are poured out are devastating to all God has created. There is so much loss of life from pestilence, war, famine, death, the beloved of the Lord who were martyred for standing for Jesus, and then the world is shaken, changing everything. As the trumpet judgments unfold, the world is radically changed as one-third, 33% of the ground, the ocean, the fresh water sources, and the light sources are destroyed. Trumpet judgment number five is only for those who are not sealed on their foreheads by God. This judgment unleashes horrible, unending pain from stinging mutant locusts for five months. That translates into 27 and a half weeks or 152 days of unending torment. A torment so bad that you want to die, but you can't. Trumpet judgment number six is the four angels who have been prepared for the hour and day and month and year. They are released to kill one-third, 33% of mankind. Honestly, It's sort of unclear what kills these people, as 200 million mounted troops are mentioned riding mutant demon horses with mouths that spew fire and smoke and brimstone. These three, fire, smoke, and brimstone, are referred to as plagues by which the 33% of mankind are killed. From these mutant horses' power is in their mouth and in their tails, for their tails are like serpents, having heads by which they inflict injuries. As I meditate on the words here, I can clearly see that God has a depopulation plan that Jesus revealed to the Apostle John sometime before 100 AD. Well, this is well before the nut jobs of this generation came up with their plans to depopulate the world. The sealed judgments are going to bring untold deaths to the millions upon millions. We should be able to realize this if we would just consider the massive loss of life in just the wars of the last 100 years. Those wars most certainly unleashed the four elements from the first four judgments. How many more were martyred, trusting God and proclaiming Jesus' good news, and refusing to bow or to even wink at evil? We can consider the incredible loss of life when the earth did crazy gymnastics like the 2004 Indian Ocean earthquake and tsunami, or the 211 Japan Great Sunday earthquake, or the Ho- or the Haiti earthquake of 2010. Each of these natural disasters resulted in more than a quarter million lives in the initial loss accounts. Unfolding deaths that resulted from the resulting pestilence and famine that are a natural result to areas left in ruins when the earth is shaken probably even added more to that count. That sixth seal will be happening all at the same time around the globe. 
Imagine, if you can, the loss of life in such a shaking. And that's just from the seal judgments. Yeah, a lot of lives are lost, and population of the world is drastically changed just with the seal judgments. And then there are the trumpet judgments, those deaths that result as the earth when millions will die as they're caught, as the sky rains down hail and fire that will burn up 33% of the earth? How many will be caught up and die on the ocean when 33% of the ocean will be poisoned? And then we have all of those that will die from drinking poisoned fresh water. All those who will die when 33% of all the fresh water sources that would be streams and springs are poisoned. Then those who will freeze in the resulting ice age that will happen when the Earth's light sources dim by 33%. If you are curious about what a difference this light source can make, I suggest placing three similar light sources in a dark room. Then try reading your Bible for 10 minutes. Now unplug one of the lights and continue to read. And note how your eyes and your body feels. And we also need to remember, and keep this in mind, that to grow food, we need the light sources that we have today at 100%. The loss of 33% will result in significant food shortages, and the world will be much colder. Trumpet judgments, number five, don't result in death, just continual torture to all who are not sealed on the forehead by God. Trumpet judgment, number six, again results in depopulation by 33%. Yet those who are still living on this decimated globe, who are not covered by the blood of Jesus... Friends, they don't repent. They don't turn away from what God has clearly called sin. They continue to worship whatever floats their boats, drives their lusts, makes their ego feel bigger, and that they desire. They continue to murder, to practice sorceries, which, by the way, pharmakia is the word for sorcery in the Greek, And I challenge you to think of what modern English word is making big, big financial gains in 2021. They also pursue their sexual immoral appetites and their stealing. Okay, wow. Just wow. Is this heavy? Oh, yeah, it is. Is it rather daunting to consider? (laughs) Absolutely. What about those who are redeemed? and saved by Jesus. Well, in my opinion, I don't know exactly how it will play out, but at least we can take some comfort in that we will not feel the sting or the torment of those locusts. Should we be afraid to be alive when this horror upon horror is unleashed on the earth? I think the answer we can find in the book of Joshua When the young generation of Israelites were entering the promised land for the first time, which was filled with warrior-like people who were renowned for their fierceness in battle. But God gave them this instruction that will apply to us in that day. Be strong 
Do not be terrified or dismayed, for Adonai, your God, is with you wherever you go. Okay, that brings us, catches us up to where we are today. So, as I read, simply allow God's words to wash over you, to wash through you. Trust the Holy Spirit to unpack it for you where you're at today and to bring to your attention that that He wants you to consider. And remember the portion of this section is for you to learn from the Holy Spirit how to apply His truth in your life. Revelation chapter 10 The Angel with the Little Scroll Then I saw another powerful angel coming down from heaven, wrapped in a cloud, with a rainbow over his head. His face was like the sun, and his feet were pillars of fire. He had in his hand a little scroll that was open. He set his right foot on the sea, and his left foot on the land, and he cried out with a loud voice, just as a lion roars. When he cried out, the seven thunders spoke. And when the seven thunders had spoken, I was about to write, but I heard a voice from heaven saying, Seal up what the seven thunders have said. Do not write it down. Then the angel whom I saw standing on the sea and on the land raised his right hand toward heaven and swore by the one who lives forever and ever, who created heaven and what is in it, the earth and what is in it, the sea and what is in it, that there would be no more delay. But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he was about to trumpet, the mystery of God is completed, just as he declared to his servants, the prophets. Then the voice that I heard from heaven spoke to me again, saying, Go, take the scroll that is open in the hand of the angel standing on the sea and on the land. So I went to the angel telling him to give me the little scroll. And he tells me, Take and eat it. It will be bitter to your stomach, but sweet as honey in your mouth. So I took the little scroll from the angel's hand and ate it. It was sweet as honey in my mouth. But when I swallowed it, my stomach was made bitter. And they tell me, You must prophesy again about many people and nations and tongues and kings. So as we've been reading through the book of Revelation, we go from place to place. First we start on earth, then we go into the heavens, then we come down to the earth for chapter 2, then we go up to heaven again, back down to the earth for chapter 2, and today we are back up in heaven, and we see what is happening here. So just If you have a chance today, pull out your Bible and read the last couple of chapters and ask the Lord, just press in, ask Him to unpack it for you in a way that makes sense to you.